Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. That is right, none taken. Uh, this is the Movie Moron Podcast, and I am the Movie Moron. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, with us, um, as always, is our practical, or no, our practical coast is not here. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But our all-time guest is here. Yeah. Uh, Tristan. Oh, who is the babe? Thanks. The babe is my wife. Um, my wife <laughs> yeah um and then yeah i'm uh i'm your host uh easton moore i have always liked kawabunga <laughs> i have always liked kawabunga <laughs> since i was born um wow. and then we have a guest uh first time guest yes um to my knowledge at least to all of our knowledge. Yeah, if I've been on the podcast before, this is an absolutely terrifying experience. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, we have not drugged him before. This is a first-time guest. And for some reason, um, my uh, thing completely reset. So I don't have a sound bite. So I'm just going at random. Uh, you were fired. Oh, sorry. Aww. You're fired. Uh, by Casey himself. All right, all right, well, it's been a great time on the podcast. <laughs> Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Follow us on MySpace. <laughs> it is really funny because Casey is the person I had for you mm. when I did the soundbite, but it was not that. It just got reset. I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, we have a we have a guest. Um, and uh, before we do our normal guest, his uh, name is Trent. Yeah, his name is Trent. My name is is just Trent. T R E N T. Hello. Um, so before we do our normal guest thing, which we're going to ask him, uh, what his, uh, favorite movies are and his least favorite movies. So you guys have a gauge. Um, I do want to address the elephant in the room where I said that this is going to be, uh, Trevor's last podcast. Um, he's not in because he's currently moving. He's been moving for quite some time. And we also, uh, took a road trip to go watch Oppenheimer and 70 millimeter down in Dallas, Texas, which was quite a trip. And I think it kind of took away, um, (laughs) some time. time. Yeah. Um, so he wasn't able to watch team and T, which he was excited for. So, um, I just, uh, want to take a moment to say, um, a formal goodbye to Trevor. He's not going to be gone forever. He'll come on every once in a while as a Zoom guest, but he's no longer going to be our, he can't go every week because he's yeah. going to be doing his uh, doctorates in percussion. Performance. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be busy is what I'm saying. So, he, he yeah, he's going to be in Illinois and we're in Kansas, so it's going to be a hard time for him. Uh, to be able to be on. So uh, we're going to have a new co-host come on, which you guys will meet him uh, pretty soon after we get back from vacation. So we're not going to have an episode next week, but the week after you guys will meet our new co-host. And um, yeah, before we do uh, Trent's favorite movies and before we talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, um, I do want to talk about 70 millimeter I knew you wanted to. I know. <laughs> I, I assumed Trevor was going to be on. We we're going to talk about it together. So sad. I know. Um, but I'm just going to talk about it for like two seconds. Um, so before we watched the film, um, a manager came out and talked about what it, it meant 
to have a 70 millimeter like film. Um, he said that even though they have like a 70 millimeter IMAX theater in Dallas, Texas, this is the first time they've used that projector since um, Dunkirk because. How long ago was that? Uh, 2017, 2018. Okay. Was was that another Nolan movie? Yes. Okay. Yes, that was the the Nolan movie before Tenet. Okay, okay. I'm I'm behind on the the Nolan cinematic universe. Yeah. Please forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that was apparently the last time they had had to pull out the 70 millimeter IMAX film projector. Um, Because I I guess, from what I put together it seems like they have some 70 millimeter digital uh films that come out but these are actually what nolan did for the oppenheimer and for dunkirk and a couple movies before uh it's legitimate film Mm -hmm. so it's not a digital uh scent that they bring out a film which this particular one oppenheimer was 11 miles long um that weighed about 600 pounds it's insane yeah it is absolutely insane um, and he kind of, he even brought out strips of film and, and talked about how That's it was cool. different for, yeah, IMAX and such. And, um, so I'll just talk about the experience. Um, first it was much different than I thought. Um, the whole film was not in 70 millimeter film. Uh-huh. Um, it switched back and forth between a 70 millimeter film and a standard IMAX letterbox, which is just like what you would see in a standard, uh, IMAX is called letterbox. It's a ratio that's long, um, mm-hmm. so it's longer than it is tall. So, okay. so it was very discernible when it was flipping between the two. Yes, yes. Mm. You would see a scene that uh, was standard letterbox, and then it would cut, and it would be a, a, like full 70-millimeter ratio, almost looks like a square. Mm. So you would see that square, Weird, then you would see uh, it cut to the, the letterbox, which is more of a rectangle, and then you see a square. And uh, like I would say about 25 maybe 30%. Was in full seventy millimeter, seventy millimeter square format, and the rest of it was in hmm. the standard letterbox, which is what you would see in normal theaters and in IMAX and whatnot. Um, however, when those shots came that were the full screen, and I should say the 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 screen itself was five stories tall. What the heck? So, uh, like when you saw it, like it looked grand, hmm. like it looked. Anything like bigger than anything I've ever seen before, and I've been in IMAX, I've been mm-hmm. in Dolby, I've been, I've seen big screen, but when you see that full square shot, like it looked, um, it looked purposeful, and it yeah. and it brought so much more to the scene than and, and th- that was my third time watching Oppenheimer, so like <laughs> I I had, I had, I had I knew the film beforehand, so like seeing the difference was uh, immaculate. And you, you didn't think like maybe the bomb won't blow up this time. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, they definitely did make a point to make uh, those scenes in the full the full aspect ratio, the full seventy millimeter. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it was an experience like no other. And it sounded like from what he uh, was talking about before the film that this may be one of the last. Um, legitimate films in 70 millimeter. So, mm. uh, because it's a dying art, uh, because you have to f- you have to film it that way, and you have to edit it that way. Mm. You have to edit it in film. Oh, like physically edit it. Yes. Mm. 
Um, whereas digital, I mean, you, you edit yeah. it on a computer and then you can add CGI and, and he just didn't do that. And so he was able to do it on film. And so, wow. um, it was a expensive trip. Um, but, but, was, but was it worth it? I, for the experience of being able to do it before it might possibly be out of the film industry. Yes. 100%. I'm glad that I did it because I got to experience something on, 70 millimeter before it was gone. Um, and if, you know, um, and he even said it before the film, he said like, um, this is something that you're going to be able, be able to tell your kids, your grandkids that you were able to watch something on an ancient art. Um, that's something completely different than anything they've ever seen before. And hmm. like being able to experience that was worth the money. Yeah. Um, and the moments where those like full shots came in and like the pivotal parts of the film, which I don't know if you've seen Oppenheimer yet. Uh, I, I I did see it. I okay. think last weekend I, I saw it at a point. Yeah, you, you okay? Um, there I know, were I know he oppens the Heimers. <laughs> <laughs> so there were certain scenes where like where it does hit and like um, like it added so much more emotion to the scene of like just seeing so much more of that scene. Um, and it also just the way that it was cut when you did see the full, the full screen, um, it made it feel like those scenes were more important. And so it added more weight to that, um, which were very, uh, was very interesting. I wish the whole thing was in, like, I wish it was a hundred percent because I like, but it was, it was still, uh, an amazing experience. So there's your 70 millimeter, uh, review of Oppenheimer, kind of. Um, <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting in TMT, uh, Mutant Mayhem, which we saw um, on uh, like way, 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 way early access. Mm. Uh, we watched it Monday last week. Um, hey, that is, didn't it just, wasn't supposed to come out last weekend? It, it came out, no, yeah, it came out like, uh, Technically Thursday, and we oh. watch it Monday. Oh, okay. Like yeah, Monday that is before. early access. Yes. Yeah. 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 So usually their early accesses are Wednesday. Wednesday. And for some reason, they they had an early access on Monday, and I'm like, I'm a huge TMNT fan. I grew up a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. I was like, screw it, let's do it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we've we've been sitting on this for a while. Uh, uh, Trevor couldn't watch it, and uh, uh, I saw it twice. You saw it twice. Oh, yeah. You watch yeah. it with Trent. Not yeah. The other Trent. Yes. My brother's Trent. Yeah. Other Trent. <laughs> I'm the Trent that does not draw. <laughs> just voice acts. Just voice acts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and Trent just watched it like literally an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. But roughly. Roughly. Yeah. So you could say it's fresh in my memory. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, before we get into all of our spoiler, spoiler free review of this movie, uh, we're going to do our normal guest questions. Trent, what are a few of your favorite movies and a few of your least favorite movies? So uh, I am an, an animated movie uh, fan. Uh, you know, I, I'd say it's my favorite genre, but animation is not a, a genre. It's, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's this whole thing in film because yeah. it can be, you know, action. It can be drama. It can be whatever. Um, but some of my favorite animated films, uh, which I feel like are relevant to, to this review. Oh, hi, puppy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, would probably be Shrek Two is one of my favorite of all time. <laughs> okay. You know, it's a it's a solid classic. I it is. Uh, really enjoyed uh, 
Turner uh, into the Spider-Verse, I think was the first mm. Spider-Verse movie. It is, yes. And, and I really like the second one as well, even though I won't count that for one of my own. I might like it more than the, the first, but it'll depend on how much I like the third, but that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm mm-hmm. with you. Into the Spider-Verse is, that's one of my peak mm-hmm. films, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, also, uh, one of my childhood favorites uh, is uh, Treasure Planet. Yes, Jason loves that movie. It's it's so unique <sighs> and like yes, there are times where it, it stumbles and falls, and there's an alien that only speaks in farts. But you know, it has just a very yeah. like nice dynamic relationship between the you know the the, the protagonist and the antagonist, who's like flops between actual villain and a complicated father figure and there's all kinds of fun things and mm, it's so good yeah gray area we love a good gray area in a movie yeah yeah and i'd say uh for movies that i don't like uh j- just the studio of illumination just immediately pops into my head <laughs> illumination uh, don't speak the name of the devil in the house of the lord <laughs> Well, you are sitting in Trevor's spot very well because he hates minions. They're they're so, with a passion. They're so mid. They're just there and they're funny. <laughs> they go ha ha banana, and I'm like, you took the hype from Mega Mind when you first came in, in on, onto the movie scene because I remember Despicable Me for the first one. It, it was good. good. I won't take yeah. away the grandeur yeah. from that. But since it was pushed way harder than Mega Mind at the same time, both of those were in theaters. Like I. I can't forgive you than that. And now you just pushed out, I don't know how many mid movies since then. <laughs> so if I had to pick one of the ones I don't like uh, from Illumination, would be uh, either Sing movie, probably <gasps> Sing 2. Trent! <laughs> you just waged war in this household. It's it's my older Sing? sister's favorite movie. So I, I, I take no favorites. What? Uh, and then for my other least favorite movies would probably be, there have just been some genuinely crappy like live action comedies that I've seen like uh, Jack and Jill, which is I think a notoriously yeah, hated movie. Yeah, you still um, won't let me watch it. Because he's smart and he cares about you. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, I swear. I do. And then I would say uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates is a movie that uh, I remember uh my, my, my sister and my parents are watching and I watched an hour of it and then just without talking to them, like I just left. I just left to go to the basement to just like play on the Xbox or something like that. I just, I, I did not care about how that movie resolved. <laughs> I think the wedding happened, probably. <laughs> There's probably like a big dance part at the end because that's how all those movies end, but. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's my baseline for what I like and don't right. like. So a lot of animation. I, how do you- I, I like animation. It's almost like it ties into me wanting to do voice acting, which I do do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How do you feel about Secret Life of Pets? It's a film where <laughs> nothing happens. Uh, so much happens. Uh, it's, it, they go to the wiener factory. They just they just go to a place and like, oh, we're dogs here. And they go to another place and like, oh, we're dogs here. Oh. And then they go to the sewers and like, hi, I'm Kevin Hart Rabbit. <laughs> that's true. And, then, and, th- and that's the film. It just ends. Whatever. <laughs> It's it's a movie it's where events happen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Puss in Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, four mm. against. It's wonderful four. film. Let's what go. the heck? Let's go. What the heck? Let's go. We 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 love our uh, realistic depiction of panic attacks in this household. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's what we all crave as as moviegoers. So Atlantis. Uh, Atlantis. 
Not as much as uh, Treasure, Treasure Planet. Planet. No, Treasure Planet is like Treasure Planet's in a league of its own. But it, Atlantis yeah. is like that, that's a movie. Like if I'm like in the room watching it, like yeah, I'm I'm gonna be here for the next hour and a half. Yeah, um, like I, I, I'll, I'll never not watch Atlantis. No, Treasure Planet is like that's one of my go tos of like I don't know what if to you, watch tonight. Yeah, and like, if you want I to just, like fall asleep watching something, and like I want to feel happy. Mm. I'm like I want to. You like, want a moment to be real? Yeah. Want to touch things I don't feel. <laughs> I want to hold on and feel I belong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I listen to the soundtrack all the time. And it's really funny because uh, the guy that sings uh, Jim's uh, song, only that's his like, only song until like last year. Hmm. His only, I know this is weird, but I looked up his Spotify and he has Jim's song. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is like the most popular song of Treasure Planet, and then you have he didn't do anything for like until I, mean, I think twenty twenty two, maybe twenty twenty one. I mean, how could you top perfection? Yeah, that's <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. But uh, yeah, he randomly came out with another song, and like it's fine, but it's like it's not tied to anything. He just like came out with a single or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was very yeah. interesting. Um, but we are not doing Treasure Planet, unfortunately. Exactly, um, exactly. We are uh, we are doing uh, something that I do think is at least um, very interesting and very uh, I think will be a lot of fun to talk about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, uh, mm-hmm. movie d- directed and written by Seth Rogen and some others. Um, that, so this is perfect. Did you like animation? Yeah, it, it shows that it was made by Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hear his laugh in there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, um, and uh, if you guys don't know anything about this movie, if you don't know anything about this movie, um, it's a reimagining of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, story. Um, it does start from the beginning. Um, it is completely animated. Um, it tries to do a, uh, new style of animation, uh, that you have not seen before. It takes a lot of inspiration from, uh, teenage, uh, art. Um, like and that's doodling. how it, yeah. And that's how it, they, they took the inspiration of how the animation graffiti. starts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. the, all, all four of the teenagers are teenage voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Seth Rogen, uh, who calls himself the forever teenager, um, is the f- person that made this movie happen? Yeah. I think is the I'd way say to put also it. a warranted title for for Seth Rogen of all people. Mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, I heard this from someone, so I can't say that I found it myself. But that seemed to be uh, one of the things that he was using to promote the movie was uh, produced by the forever teenager I, Seth Rogen. I, I think mm. that was in the the first teaser trailer yeah. I ever saw for it. So yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, definitely fits. Which, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's just go down the line. Um, so, without spoiling any of the plot for anybody that has not seen the movie yet, um, just give your general thoughts of what you thought of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Trent, you got to go first because we go right to left. All right. All right. Uh, I'll unexpectedly right to go first. But don't spoil uh, anything. I won't spoil it. Um, I'll say, uh, start off strong. There were some of the plot points I didn't quite like get where they kind of just like uh they just don't really explain things so they just go like oh no th- this just happens or no no we just know this i'm like uh, mm-hmm. o- okay we don't want to shove an origin story full of just like too much lore or else like we can't have like a fun movie and like eh, i'll yeah i'll forget that'll be fine yeah uh 
they like some of like the the lighting and the art style like worked really well in some areas. The characters just tend to look very grotesque, which I think is intentional, except for the turtles who did look like they were made of Play-Doh. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's the best way to describe them. I've seen a lot of people talk about the animation style, and it seems like the turtles are the only thing that feel like they're not like the rest. Yeah, yeah, they, they they do stick out. I feel like they just have like a more naturally saturated green. Yes. So it does just kind of make them stick out just the color yeah. palette naturally, which I think was probably intentional thinking of. There's a lot of like high motion action scenes, which I mean, it's it's a TMNT movie. You know that that's going to happen. So that's, that's I mean, they're that's not a spoiler. That's an ninjas. expectation. Yeah, yeah, they're ninjas. Yeah, um, and I, I did like the action scenes. Uh, most of them are good, but in the in the third act, I'll say again without spoiling. Uh, I was talking about this beforehand. It, it it keeps stuttering itself where you think it'll go like one direction, like it'll just stop all of a sudden and then it'll go a slightly different direction and then stop again and then restart and it just keeps stutter stepping until it keeps going, going like, oh, oh, that, that was the climb. Okay, yeah, that 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 was it. <laughs> yeah, there's more. I've seen a lot of people say that they almost feel like this movie has a fourth act. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree However, I do feel like it flows together better than what some people are trying to say. Like, I understand when if somebody says, I feel like this movie has a fourth act where it just kind of, like, tacks on an extra bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still feel like it flows. I feel like it's at least knitted together well enough that it feels like a progression that makes sense to, so that it feels yeah. like it's still a third act, but I can totally understand how somebody feels like it's, it's, it's a logical flow that me as just a dude who's sitting there is, you know, the, the, the armchair director that I am go like, <laughs> I know how I can make this flow better. <laughs> I'm a person who never made a movie, but I know everything better than the director. But I, I, I think uh, if I had to give an overall rating, I'd say, um, <gasps> don't Wait. do ratings yet. A number out of another number. <laughs> because I forgot that we don't do ratings yet. <laughs> That's so funny. That's okay. Hey, you didn't you didn't slip up. You, you, didn't. you just teased people. You 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 edged them. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so we're just gonna pass the magical talking stick down yep. before I, I I don't know, like stammer out something else silly. No, no, it's all good. Was there anything else you wanted to say, general uh, on your first general thoughts uh, on it? Um I, I think they focused also a little too much on the the extra characters. Cause I feel like they mm. also push like, look at all these, like the celebrity voice actors of, yeah, like, you have in, uh, this dude who's Paul Rudd and this dude who's post, post Malone and this dude who's Seth Rogen, who like, of course he's going to be there. Yeah. And you're like, th- this is, it, it, it turns into the side character show during, during some scenes. I'm like, I, I could see I that. I thought this was Ninja Turtles. <laughs> kind of like just a problem of when you hire these a-list actors that you feel like you have to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. Yeah, I feel like it's funnier for the bit almost like if you get like the A-list actors and you use them for like one or two lines and that's yeah. the bit. I feel like honestly that that's funnier to me. But I but know we'll, the studios won't do that. Yeah, well, a studio <laughs> want to shovel off the money for a one-liner bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, there for have been movies that do it, but it like but it's not common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Post Malone didn't talk a lot. No, he's he sang. just sang. Well, yeah, but he didn't even <laughs> sing that much. He just yeah. said, faithfully. Because he came in for 30 minutes on like a Thursday afternoon, like, hey, we got to get the line record. Like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, I got this. Basically. Yeah. I feel like he was just chilling. He just oh, was, yeah. He was just chilling in it, life. It, 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 found like, it sounded like they were all just having like a fun time probably in the recording studio, which yeah. is like, you, you want that environment when you're, when you're, when you're making something like this. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I can't bash that at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was really cool 
because thank you um <laughs> when we saw early release they had like a clip before the movie yeah. that was like talking about it and stuff so we found out a lot of cool stuff about it and uh one of the things we learned was that that what easton said the turtles are teenager teenage actors all of the actors? voice actors are legitimate like for the turtles. teenagers. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're under the age of 16 and they voice acted yeah. the entire thing. And they're like so outgoing. Like I I feel like seeing the real them and like talking together and like riffing off each other mm-hmm. and, was and cool to see like behind the scenes kind yeah. of. Yeah. And in a lot of the scenes where they were all together doing their lines, a lot of that wasn't necessarily improv. But they um, they just let them do their like thing. Like teenagers. Yeah, they let mm. them riff off of each other and, like, make fun of each other and, like, do teenage stuff. And then, like, if stuff naturally happened, they just, like, they ran with it. And yeah. then they, an- like, obviously, like, any voice acting thing, you, you do it, you voice it first and then they animate it later. And so. Well, there's a lot least- of, I really liked that there was a lot of, um like, what's that, current? Uh, what am I trying to say? Like current, like 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 dated, vocabulary dated, dated to right now type of dialogue. Just yes, where trendy. They say, where they say words like riz, yeah, or yeah. Sus. Okay, yeah. So it was cool because we learned that the boys, like when they were just talking to each other, or whatever, one of them said riz, and then Seth yeah. Rogen heard them and was like, wait, 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 say that in the movie, and they're like, we can't just say that. That's so weird. <laughs> And then they did. I'm yeah, like, That's he was so like, cool. "What does what does that mean? Like, how is that relevant?" That like they would try to explain it, and they would be like, "Well, like if that's what you guys would say, like try to like yeah. use it in the movie." Mm-hmm. And, and they the, use and they like do that. a bunch of um, like movie references. Yeah. yeah, the Mark Ruffalo stuff was very heavily just like the, the them being themselves yeah. of like uh, <laughs> teenagers just being attached to like watching. Like what's popular? They they watch yeah. Marvel. Well, there were a ton. Oh, yeah, they watch Marvel movies. They yeah play Fortnite. They watch YouTube videos. They they. I just thought it was yeah. so cool. I'm like, yeah, they're like my little brother turtles. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really liked it. I, there were a couple things that I was kind of like, hmm? wait, what? Like, how did that happen? And I d- and I don't know the turtles that well. I do. That's what I'm saying. Like I felt the same way that you did after the movie. Mm. You're like one thing I didn't like is and I was like, oh yeah, I felt that too. Not as strongly, obviously, because I didn't know them before that well. But am I making sense? Nope. <laughs> well, maybe maybe the listeners will understand me. Leave a review and tell me if you understand. Listen to the podcast if you understand exactly what she's saying <laughs> about the turtles having personalities. Yeah. It was super fun. It was really fun. It was kind of hard to watch it a second time, to be honest, after I like just watched it. Oh. But also we had really crappy seats because I thought Trent I thought my brother Trent wanted to be on the end. And then we got there and he wanted he didn't want to be on the end, so but we were stuck on the end. So. Tip, typical Trent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Does that happen to you often? It's it's just like oh we're 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 such a a difficult breed to get along with. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> as you can tell. I'm, gl- I'm glad that's a, that's a nebulous problem. It makes me feel nice <laughs> about myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, um, so I'll go here. I said more that time. Yeah, you did. Um, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I am a ginormous Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Ginormous. I yeah, no, I love the old live action movies mm-hmm. um all of them even though i understand that they're maybe the third <laughs> one's not very good i still love it uh, they, they got uncle phil from fresh prince in there <laughs> that, that makes them high quality okay mm. um no i i absolutely love all of them i i love the dynamic that the uh four turtles give um i i love the um, absolute ridiculousness of a uh, rat in New York that somehow is mutated to become some sort of uh, ninja. Jackie Chan trainer. Mm. Yeah. Um, I wonder how Jackie Chan felt when they like he got the casting call. Like, hey, we want you to play uh, a, a, a karate master type character. I'm like, oh yeah, I usually do that. Like, what do you think? Like an old rat. Like, <laughs> he realized like, okay, so I got to that point in my career. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am now okay, the, the but sensei. Teenage Mutant Turtles is like it's it's a beloved mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a beloved series though, so I feel like he has a little pride of like okay, they picked me to be I, Splinter. I, I, I yeah, feel, yeah, I feel like it's a little bit that uh, what is that that interview where I think like Meryl Streep was talking about how when she turned forty she got like four offers for witch roles that year and she said. I I learned that year that's what uh, Hollywood decides the age where you go from leading female to witch. (laughs) And this is like, okay, what point do you go from like, you know, action, uh, action kung fu movie star to to the old sensei. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan. I watch all I've I've watched almost all of the TV show stuff uh, when I was a kid. I even like the Michael Bay stuff, even though I know that they're absolutely terrible. (laughs) I still like it because it's still they're my dudes. I I love these teenagers. Um, And uh, this is uh, one of the best renditions that we've gotten of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, The the way that they're actually able to be teens um, is extremely refreshing. Um, not that I'm a teenager or anywhere close to it. Um, but that I, I, I can feel that they are, um, a teenager in, in the modern day. And I feel like that's extremely important. Um, I honestly, I felt like they were my kids. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you work with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A Um, little different, but because, um, I really want, um, teenagers and kids uh of today to be able to relate to these teenagers um because i i I don't know that and i feel like the whole entire story of um then wanting to fit in with the people around them and and that want is extremely relatable to all generations of people wherever you like whether it's when i was a kid and i i grew up with tmnt like it was, it was technically before me, but like I mm. watched them anyways, and I was still, uh, still love them. So even the generation before me, I feel like that's something that mom loves them. Oh, like, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, she told that's me. That's really funny. She was like, I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Did she love April or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, she loved okay. Teenage. She said she like she loved the turtles. Like she remembers being 19, like going watching it. Oh, and, like, okay. 
Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, that is fun. And that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and so I like that that's something like that they were able to continue that that trend of uh, these teenagers. And obviously it's a um, exaggerated version of it because mm-hmm. they're mutants and that's why they can't fit in. Um, but every teenager yeah. um, or almost every teenager deals with that uh problem of wanting to fit in with the peers around them and having that issue and you get that with april and a more humanistic version Hmm. um but you also get the teenage version of uh of them wanting to 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 see it and i thought that was really well communicated um i also thought that we got a really cool um version of them being um, like the the cell phone version, like where they're like videotaping them doing cool stuff, mm-hmm. and it ends up doing bad. Mm-hmm. They're still like ninjas, even though they're not really ninjas. You still got those like cool um, scenes. Um, specifically, like you have them like grocery shopping, and that's how oh, the, yeah. that's how you get their uh, ninja stuff, which uh, is is a new version of that. Like back in the in the older movies, you would have them like legitimately fighting crime. Like Splinter told them to go fight crime, which is some of the lower stuff that I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was not in love with. But um, you would have them like defending the weak, and that's how you like showed them being ninjas. But in this, it was just like them just surviving, and like they're living in the sewers, and they have to get food somehow. Mm-hmm. And they're not paying pizza people through a sewer; they're going out and shopping and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I love. I loved. I loved almost all of it. Um, yeah, uh, the animation was uh, definitely unique, um, and I think worked for the. I think it worked for the most part. Um, I think it was jarring at times. Uh, you definitely find yourself looking and being like the news lady on the TV with like half her cheek way out here. Yeah. They're very asymmetrical. Yeah. All the, all the character designs. Yes. Yeah. And, and from what we saw before the movie, um, uh, they were trying to make the animation. It was intentional. Yeah. It was intentional to be, uh, they, they had teenagers do sketches of people and different mm-hmm. things. And they tried to match their animation to make it feel even more teenage. Um, but it, it did, it didn't take you out of it, but it definitely made you feel awkward. Oh, I was it made at you her notice cheek. and go like, "Why is that woman's like head like all neck?" Yeah, yeah. and I've and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I've seen a lot of people saying that it makes you feel like all of the humans are mutants too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think I think didn't I say like the humans look grotesque? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I definitely see that complaint, but I also see their intent. So like mm-hmm. I can see past it and yeah. not really be have that much of an issue with it but um but it, yeah it's very interesting um the only thing i do wish is i do wish there was a little bit more uh legitimate action to the film yeah um there's really only two pieces of the, the of of them like being legit uh ninja like action yeah. ninja stuff mm-hmm. um and like uh they kind of went a different route with their origin um so i guess it kind of makes sense but um a cool thing about these characters were how unique they were uh fighting style wise Mm -hmm. and getting to see that on on film was always cool uh growing up and like that didn't quite happen yet i feel like it may of course you will get we may get to see it more later on but uh this movie is not um 
necessarily heavy on the individualistic fighting um, and seeing their own individual fighting styles and stuff, which is always something I've always been a really big fan of. Um, Very very groupy is how I would describe it. And uh, uh, specifically, I'm not like... I I love all of them almost equally, but I am... uh, I was going to ask you guys who your favorite turtles were, but mine has always been Raph. I feel like he does it mm. like he's pretty he he he's pretty he's shown quite a bit during this movie. But like I always thought that Mikey was a lot of fun to watch film wise mm-hmm. uh, because of his he's he's got nunchucks and those are always fun to watch on film. And we didn't see a lot of his nunchuck stuff. So that's mm-hmm. why I felt like I didn't see the individual individualistic fighting styles as much. So, yeah. I'd say if I had to pick a favorite turtle, it'd probably be Donnie. I was, yeah. I think also, Donnie's Donnie, my favorite. is that from this movie I like or in general? I, too, I have a specific iteration of Donnie, which I, I like the most, and it's what? from uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If, if you've ever seen that one where they had the, what was the, the two seasons of the show, and then they had the, the Netflix animated movie. Okay. Where, where he's... Uh, they play him as like you know he's like the techie one is is yeah. really like the role he fills. No, like yeah, he's he, always he, been he's the techie the one. And they keep him as like I, I like how they characterize him that where he's like he's conscious of him being kind of like emotionally aloof and like detached because he's just more of like the techie mm. guy. So like he he, he kind of like jokes around and plays with that, but also like you know when it gets to the emotional moments, he can still be emotional there. Gotcha. But also just I Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my favorite iteration of okay. it, which. Granted, that like wasn't one I grew up with because that was like, I think like like 2015. Pretty, like I was pretty recent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like like I was in a, around college when I first like experienced that. And I was like, I feel like I'm outside the age demographic for this, but <laughs> I I don't care because <laughs> funny turtles have sticks and beat up mutants, and this is yeah. fun. There you go. Yeah, I I think I like Donnie. I really only ha- I only see from this movie. This movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I really liked Mikey too. I would say Donnie and the Mikey's close second. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always been a Raph fan, and in any iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's it's always been Raph um, for me. Be- Why does his bandana go over the top of his head and nobody else's does? Him, he's for multiple iterations. He's been. Both like he's a lot of iterations. They have everybody being the same, mm-hmm. um, but they've also had him have the over yeah. bandana, just, just a do rag that goes a little too far down in his eyes. Oh. Yeah, and I I think it's always supposed to be because he's supposed to be the brute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's supposed to be the the. I mean, you can the tell. muscle. Yeah, yeah, um, and so I I think it's just supposed to be a tough guy look. Mm. I, 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 I can see that. And I feel like the, the make or break for a lot of iterations of uh, any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is how they decide to characterize Leonardo. Because they just mm. say, like, he's the leader, and that's his whole personality. That's, yeah. that's just, you're, you're, you're a wet blanket with dual-wielding katanas <laughs> if, if you do it wrong. We're just like, I, I've, I, I liked the, the version of him in, again, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they... They had a, uh, I think it was Ben Schwartz voice him, Interesting. Uh, and who is a uh, for for those of you who aren't voice acting nerds like me, he's the same guy who did uh, Sonic, his his voice in the uh, the two movies, 
and and they just said yeah just do that exact same character of like it's it's the cocky lead because mm. uh, that that's that's all the characters Ben Schwartz ever plays, but he plays it very well, so I'm never going to complain. <laughs> but then there's the other iterations, like um, I'm thinking of the the CGI movie from, I think it was like the late 2000, like 2007 or 2008. Oh, actually, I flipped, flipped the mic there. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Where, where that was just like the stoic warrior type who's like you know, exactly what you would expect the, the guy with two swords to be where he goes and trains the jungle. And like, yeah, I, I know who this person is. I've 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 seen his whole character arc before I've seen the movie, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I I, I like it when they can play with Leonardo and since like they I feel like they gave him some more personality. They did here. Definitely yeah. because he's you know, since they leaned into the teenage aspect more. Yeah. And they made him like, you know, have more of that like the the longing to join the human world and also the the, the crush on April mm-hmm. so that he's not just the wet blanket. He's a wet blanket, but with feelings. feelings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that was supposed to tie in also to um, him wanting to be a leader and do the right thing, but also he is a teenager and he's going to like, he does have feelings and like if all of his brothers are wanting to do this one thing and they all do the thing, like he's going to semi-join it. And uh, yeah, no, I think they did Leo justice in Mm -hmm. this. I do think that he was the focus. Um, Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, this is your first, this is the first film in this iteration of TMNT. So I think solidifying your your captain isn't a bad thing. Um, But it did seem like he was the focus of of them. I felt like the other three turtles just kind of felt like here's three parts of the same character where it was just like, here's Leo and then here's the other three. And then they just brought them out for like individual bits sometimes. Mm. Like, especially when they're meeting all the other mutants and they're like interacting with the ones that's like their mirror yeah. in some form or another. Um, so, so I, I, I did like when they gave the more indiv- individual time to the non Leo brothers, yeah. but, but Leo definitely did get the, the spotlight more than anyone else, which, it, and it's such a, so many character heavy movie. I, I'm glad they could at least keep the focus on at least somebody yeah. to an extent. True. Yeah. I think it was just, uh, Leo's always been the, the center. Mm-hmm. And so I think they wanted to kind of, kind of keep it. He's the, he's, 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 he's the focus of it. Uh, Raph is the muscle. Uh, Don yeah. is the brain. Mike is the heart. Yeah. That's, that's all their functions. Congrats. <laughs> that's, that. That's every iteration of Ninja Turtles ever. I've solved the formula. <laughs> yeah. Go. Well, um, I, I I've seen a lot of stuff about this, and 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 apparently the origin of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in general was supposed to just be a um, kind of a riff on comics in general. I I, I thought it was a specifically a, a Daredevil uh, riff. That was a piece of it. Mm-hmm. They were taking pieces from all of them. They were taking all of the major stereotypes across all of these different comics and just putting it into one. Mm-hmm. So teenage, a lot of comic books always took with the teenage uh, age. And so they were like, okay, we're going to do teenage. And the mutant, they were taking off of the X-Men. A bunch of the X-Men's, they just took mutants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninja, I mean... How many uh, Ninja was supposed to be the Daredevil thing, but also how many other comic books are Ninja esque? It, it's just characters. a fun buzzword, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then Turtles, I think, was supposed to be off of. Ah, gosh, I 
gosh, I can't remember. There Animal, was Animal Planet. No, <laughs> no, there was there was a uh, there was a comic book that was popular that was an animal, and they just kind of turned it. And then, so they, yeah, they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So they just mixed them all together. Uh, and then they took the four major tropes. You had the leader, you had the angry brute, um, and then you had the techie guy, and then you had the goofy Dumbo, um, <laughs> which was Mikey. Um, and then they, I guess, named him after um, the Renaissance characters. Um, and yeah, that's what they made it off of. And it, and it blew up, and then they, they yeah. continued writing him. Well, one thing that I love about the Ninja Turtles is, like, if you can get over the just the ridiculousness of the opening concept, <laughs> they can throw literally anything at you, and you'll just just you'll you'll just accept it. You yeah. won't ask any questions. Like, you you're just faced with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which it gets more insane with every word. <laughs> and once you get past that, you can be like, okay, so who are the people they fight? It's like, oh well, there's a there's like a ninja clan with like a dude who wears like you know. Uh, very like spiky, almost Terminator esque armor. Who's like their main villain? He's like pretty much unkillable. It's like, oh, oh okay. And it's like, yeah. And there's also like a, a a pig guy and a rhino guy and a fly guy and all oh, these are the guys who also fight them. They're like, oh, is there anybody else? Like, oh, well, there's aliens sometimes, but there's weird <laughs> ones that are like they look like a brain. Chew- yeah, they look like chewed up bubble gum, and they like are inside of people suits. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, even that's fine. <laughs> gosh, I wish I remembered the entirety of 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 this bit but uh it was just come like how they came up with it because the foot clan was also a um i think that was a daredevil thing too because it's uh, the hand in daredevil yes, i think yes yeah so it was it was the exact opposite so they, they they it was the hand and so they used the foot and then shredder it was supposed to be there was a exact opposite of shredder that was in the same vein like sewer <laughs> Bender. Bender, yeah. Bender. Uh, no, that's Futurama. I don't think that was quite on the... And then I know, uh, I think the, the mentor for Daredevil, and this is me just going off of just seeing the show knowledge, yeah. is uh, Stick. So I think it's like, what does it mean we make Stick smaller like a rat? It's a splinter. There you go. I also, yeah, no, there was also something with... Sp- yeah, that, so that might also be correct. Yeah. That's why I said like all of it was supposed to be like a play mm-hmm. off of just the nor- the 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 stupid tropes from other comics. They took the canon events from whatever <laughs> Marvel property they want. Like, yeah, we'll just throw them together in like a big, big weird turtle gumbo. Hey, it worked, and, and yeah. it worked. It yeah. Made a it made a however turtle many gumbo. decade long franchise it's been at this point. It's I, it's we'll it's it, yeah it's 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 so wonderfully weird. Uh, I, I I I adore it so. Oh, and there's also Triceratops aliens. I found that one out. Uh, like, I think they're called like the Triceratons. I've, I've had a friend lore dump a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lore on me, but it was at a con where I was paying attention to other things. Yeah. So I'm just like, what yeah, 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 yeah. Triceratops, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, th- th- there's a fly guy. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Oh, look at these cool pictures. <laughs> was this the uh, TV shows or the comics? I think they were were going off of the comics. Okay, because the TV shows go just as wild. Yeah, because yeah. I've watched a lot of the TV shows and they go buck wild pretty quick. It's, it's I feel like that's the, the the wonderfulness of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where you can just go whatever direction you want with it, and no matter what, so long as you just go full send on the insanity of it, you can't go wrong. Yeah. So like with this, like they go like you know they, they go full send into you know the the adolescence, the 
uh, the isolation you feel as a, as a as a teenager, but also like as a mutant, which these characters are, and uh, struggling to find your identity, and they also just throwing you know lots of mutants and a, and big fight scenes and stuff like that, and th- they commit to the fact that they're teenage teenagers and mutants and ninjas and turtles, so they run with that. And the other iterations will pick up uh, other aspects of it and still run with it, whether it's like say uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles do. Uh, focus more on I feel like the the fights and the movements so like they have these huge set pieces um and then the other versions that I'm not familiar with uh I know they probably focus on more things but I feel like I should have a third version of the turtles to talk about this example <laughs> but I only know those two well enough to like apply my opinion to it. sure <laughs> but since you know more about turtles than me and you're not correcting me immediately I think like yeah this is a good point we'll, we'll stop it here for me <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it's all good. Um okay. Um I feel like we should probably get into spoilers of this movie specifically. So, um we will do uh, a recommendation that's just do you recommend people go and watch this movie in theaters? Do you recommend that you wait until it goes out uh to DVD and streaming services or do you just say pass on it in general, don't watch it? So, um yeah, do you recommend this movie? I would say if you're a fan of the the Ninja Turtles, definitely watch it. Uh, and if you like, you know, more like the experimental animation scene, because like as we said, like you know, it's definitely different art style and is, animation yeah. style. A lot of these scenes like that. I'd say go see it if you're more into obviously the Ninja Turtles and the more obtuse styles of animation. Uh, but otherwise, I'd say uh, uh, I, I feel like there's no harm in in, in waiting for for streaming services. So I would say like see it but it doesn't need to be in theaters it's not like you know we got to go all the way to dallas to watch tmnt <laughs> and 75 millimeter film well to be need fair to like i it. said only two <laughs> films over the last five years have been in Central um, you mean but three now because tmnt is that great <laughs> we're upping it to 76 millimeter <laughs> film which is better than 75 well it's 70 yeah Okay, yeah, because yeah, it's a bigger number, and that's how it works. <laughs> bigger is better in Texas. So, yes, I would say... It was uh, in Texas, so yeah, bigger is better. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So I would say uh, fan animation, do it. Uh, otherwise, you can wait until streaming, and I won't yell at you. Yeah, I agree, actually. It's a really fun... Uh, I could see like families watching this, like family movie night. Watch TMNT. I think that that that's where I'm at. Like if you if you've got a family, I think this is a great family night. Um go out to like have a good time with anyone like parents with kids under the age of Yeah. really any age. Yeah. Uh like a like a 6-year-old could have fun with this. So mm-hmm. like if you've got kids at any age and you have the ability to go watch this in theaters, I think it would be a fun a fun night with with the kiddos. Oh yeah, definitely. So I, I I do recommend it for that um, for that, um, but I I also do think that like you could wait for this to come out yeah. in in streaming or or buy, like I'm buying this on Steelbook. I like it that much. I'm I'm gonna buy it on Steelbook. So like you could also wait for it to come out and and watch it uh, rental or streaming service wise, and you would still get the same impact. But I think it's a something you should watch no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's I do think it's that good. Um, we've had a lot of really good movies recently, and this just somehow tacked on. I, I didn't 
I didn't know what to think. We've had some solid animation heavy hitters over like the past year. Yeah, I, I, I would say. Yeah, like, we we've had solid movies in general, and somehow the animation movies um, have tacked on when it comes to like Puss in Boots, which we said. Um, it's, it's across the Spider Verse, and the, it's the Spider Verse effect. <laughs> it's the Spider Verse. Pe- people figured out they can get weird with it. And now we're yeah. finally starting to see the fruits of of that labor, where they said like, okay, let's just get more experimental and and, and strange with it, and see where it leads. And yeah. you get some real like nice experimental movies, like Ninja Turtles, yeah. Puss in Boots, the bad the bad guys. Uh, I love the, the, the bad yeah, guys. The, the bad guys is also very fun, and you have you know still. Uh, illumination doing actually nothing <laughs> uh, i think it's just people realizing that you don't have to do what uh pixar's doing i think for yeah. a long time people thought that animation for movies was what pixar was doing it's a 3d uh illumination you know they were all doing that same thing it was mm-hmm. a very like it's not standard it was good i liked it has skinny limbs like like skinny limbs for all their characters yes they do yeah but yeah. i'm saying the point is is that they all felt like they had to do these 3d animation things that all felt kind of similar yeah. and they're smooth characters like butter like and cover. okay <laughs> that was funny like like they they need to do um i i feel like pixar started out as like you, you can kind of see them as like a, a, a tech showcase at first, where it's like, this is what animated movies can be, and then they, they push the envelope on that. And then as they keep going like further and further and further, and other companies start to catch up, and they start to get more weird and ex- experimental, and even like becoming the antithesis of Disney and Pixar. Like, you know, that's what DreamWorks yeah. was, was created out of. Was I mean, their first movie was Ants, I believe, which was just Jeffrey Katzenberg, stealing the script for A Bug's Life and trying to pump out a movie as quickly as possible. <laughs> uh, and then they made Shrek, which is like, yeah, this is the anti-Disney movie, and it made their studio. Uh, and since then, Disney's just been as cookie-cutter clean as possible, not j- just, just trying to make more big and bombastic movies. But now we're like, we want movies that are weirder now. Give us weird. And Disney's like, but but we gave you normal. Yeah, you, you liked normal. Remember Toy Story? We can give you another Toy Story. Like, no, 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 no. Just give give me something weird. Give me something yeah. obtuse. Yeah. It's a, I, I crave the strange. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, that's that's very fair. Um. Okay. So we all recommend it. In various ways, but we all do recommend it. So now we're going to take a short little break, and then we'll be right back for the spoiler part of the review. Okay, and we're back after that short little break. And, um, yeah, we're going to do spoilers. So we're going to talk about the actual things that happened during the film, and we're going to discuss them. Um, So if you have not seen it and you care at all about spoilers, now's the time to pause it. We told you to watch it in some capacity. And you can come back and listen to the episode after you've watched it. Or just keep listening if you don't care about spoilers. So, I don't know how long this is going to go because we talked about quite a bit beforehand. Yeah. Uh, but if there's anything you guys want to talk about spoiler-wise, um, so about the story, um, what you liked or disliked about the actual story, we can talk about that now. You mentioned, uh, you could say the thing. Say the thing about the about the ninja stuff thing about, about the, the ab- about like like them being ninjas yeah 
how they just know it. Oh, yes, right? yes. After Okay, so to preface this. Yeah, I'm a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan and um I said that I didn't like all okay, of the but lore. I, but I agreed like I felt the same yes. way that you did even though I don't I don't know the lore. Yeah, yes. I said I wasn't a big fan of the lore of uh how these teenagers really just how Splinter somehow knows uh, is a sensei and is able to teach them how to to be ninjas at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original lore that I know, um, Splinter um, was was taught um, the karate, jujitsu, taught to be a ninja before he was a mutant. And that's why he was able to, at least that's the old, like, the live action version okay. of it. Okay. Um, he was a rat of a sensei in Japan, and that's why he he learned that beforehand. Um, and I liked that rendition. Um, and in this, he just uh, realizes. Bought some videos. Yeah, he bought some videos and... Um, said that his teenagers needed to learn how to defend themselves. So they just Against watched the workout videos and somehow they could defeat uh, big bads. I, and so I don't like the lore as much. Um, yeah, I don't like that plot point either. Okay. Yeah. I was like the, the in, and I think in most teenage lores things, Splinter was some sort of legitimate sensei in some sense and they didn't really make that a point in this one i, I don't yeah. know if this is just like fan theories or like if i made ninja turtles this is how i would do it or whatever with with my ninja turtles lore but i've heard before ideas of like splinter being a like a reincarnated samurai who had four sons and he's like you know he died came back as the rat and then like he thinks like the turtles are his reincarnated sons mm. so like that's why he already knows all the stuff and that's why he trains them uh, because that's just like in his ways and like has like some ties to shredder or something. Cause it's like related to the clan that like he fought when he was a samurai. I don't know if that's legitimate lore anywhere. If that's just so insert dude on TikTok here, who's just yeah. making stuff up. <laughs> but if like, you know, they do a sequel, which they tease the sequel. We can they do, they, we can spoiler this. They tease the sequel. <laughs> if shredder comes in at the end and says like, Oh, do you really think you learned uh, samurai stuff from just, watching exercise videos no you're reincarnated ninjas i would be fine with that retcon just just so they brush over like in the first one like yeah they just know karate whatever just just go but in this one shredder actually shows him like hi what's up here's how i have ties to your backstory instead of just being a hired goon like the 30 second post-credit scene alluded to me being so i would be fine with that rewrite so i'm i'm not gonna judge too harshly because that rewrite could exist it probably won't. Yeah. But I can pretend. <laughs> yeah. And we all love to pretend. Yeah. I think this movie just tries to be less serious with how they they do it. Um, but in the uh, original, and, and I'm talking about the live action ones where they're like, like Teenage Mutant Turtles 1, 2, and 3 with like, they have live action people in suits yeah, and stuff. Suits and suits. Yeah. In that rendition, uh, Splinter was a rat. Uh, like he was a pet rat in a yeah. um, uh, sensei's dojo in Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, Splinter kills the sensei, and 
Wait, Splinter kills the sensei? He kills the sensei? Sorry, uh, Shredder. Shredder. Oh, yeah. I was like, they, they why? Have, they do have phonetically similar sounding names. I know, so yes. I was like, yeah. hold up. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Got a Shredder, kills, okay. Shredder kills uh, the sensei, be- sensei because he's um, good and he's trying to create the Foot Clan or whatever. And then the Foot Clan uh, goes from Japan to the U.S. And, and Splinter and the Four Turtles somehow get mutated from the goo uh, in New York. And they've mm-hmm. been there for a while. And for whatever reason, Shredder comes to New York and starts the Foot Clan in New York and whatever. And they've already been there for like... 15 years. New York is just like, it has some sort of unspoken property, which is a plot magnet. (laughs) Anywhere you live, like something is going to happen in New York, whether it's like, Oh, this is where Shredder's going to show up. Or this is where the alien invasion is going to happen. Or the meteor is going to land. This is where the good guys and the bad guys just origins start. And that's just, you know, that's where they end up. It's yeah, and in secret life of pets. Anyways, (laughs) because <laughs> uh, I was about to say, even when you talk about like Spider Man, that's that's New York. If you talk about like Avengers, that, that's why rent is so high there. It's just because you have to. It, it's it's equal parts. Like you're paying for. I feel like your rent should be less because if anybody takes over, they're gonna attack your city and you're probably gonna die. So. Or they could say like, no, 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 it's safe because all the the heroes who live here, like. Ah. You know, Spider Man and the the Turtles and the Ghostbusters and you could see one. So you need to pay me That's three thousand dollars for a glorified. Well, I can tell you all those things aren't real, but nukes are. So I feel like that should be less rent. Uh, Ghostbusters are at least a little bit real. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. That's one of my one of my favorite supernatural series of all time, Ghostbusters. Because what do we do as soon as we find that the supernatural exists? We capitalism on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Great American Supernatural series. <laughs> give yes. out, give out your business card, and so yeah. you can. Who are you cont- gonna call? Yep, that's a good not, point. Not the Ninja Turtles, obviously. Not the Ninja Turtles. They don't have those little vacuum yeah. things. Oh, and 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 I mentioned that the the Ninja Turtles like it had a very stuttery. Oh yeah, third uh, act like or third slash fourth act. Yeah, yeah third act. Because I said like the the third act starts like right when. Uh, Splinter frees the boys from like the facility. They get captured for a little bit, and like that's oh, they're where they're getting milked. Yeah, yeah, where they're getting. That was so funny talking about the milking. <laughs> it's it's like they just keep going back to milk. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why do, Why do you keep committing to the milk joke? <laughs> I'm just glad. I it, I'm it. glad it did have a payoff though. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. like if it never had an actual payoff, like it still would have been funny, but it wouldn't have mm-hmm. been as good as like they actually did get. Milked through it was, the shell. It's, it's, it's better that they got captured rather than just to like say go through the facility and see the milk machine. Like, oh, thank goodness yeah. we didn't get milked. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's mostly funny hearing Jackie Chan say milking. My my knee jerk reaction was like to imitate Jackie Chan. I thought like, no, I'm I'm not going to do that on on mic recording. <laughs> <laughs> We're not do yeah. That. But anyways, the third act. It, it, it starts with, like, they just show up there and say, like, hey, what's up? Uh, we're ambushing you. And the turtle's like, um, but have you considered power of friendship? And they're like, oh, oh, we didn't consider that. And then they all just rush Superfly and think, oh, that's it. Like, oh, no, he's a whale monster now. Um, and then they fight that, and they think, like, all right, let's fight the whale monster. Oh, no, we, we failed. And like, oh, no, we're going back again. Oh, no, we fail again. Mm. No, but the humans are on our side now, and we try and we succeed this time. And then, hi, we're in high school now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's I think true. it was just supposed to be the fact that, like, 
the whole movie has been about acceptance and then being accepted. And so I like, I understood why they do, why they did it, but it did feel jarring story wise, mm-hmm. just with how fast the mutants were like, did switch sides. Mm-hmm. Even though I do think that they kind of prefaced it well enough where like they weren't like, you did feel like they weren't a hundred percent on board with Superfly's plan. Yeah. Because during that whole, like, car chase scene they had, like, right after they first met Superfly, and he explains, like, hi, what's up, I'm Superfly. I'm a big man, and they go, cool. And then the car chase thing where they're trying to escape with mm-hmm. yeah. the, the MacGuffin he needs to complete the the, <laughs> the, the, the the mutant ray or whatever he's making. Um, None of the mutants really, like, attack them, attack them. Yeah. They just keep, like, getting up right next to the car and going, like, oh, oh, you shouldn't do this. We're, we're going to get you. You're <laughs> going to get got. We're yeah. going to do it. And I'm like, well, then just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop stop being Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> just just attack just attack a teenager I if like you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, I like them too. But I, I, I do see that problem, though. Yeah. Um. And and the point is though is I do feel like it was at least semi, like it did kind of feel like it was on track with their character. Like it didn't feel like a complete character switch. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't see them all decide not to like attack them, and you like, well, that's like none of them were anywhere close to that, and now they're just doing it from like two words. Mm-hmm. Like they did, they did feel like they were on the border. And they were just doing it because they felt like they were like being told to, and they were like, "This is the only option." And the turtles brought a different option, and so like it did kind of feel like it was, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I felt like I could predict that the the big monster was coming as soon as like everybody turns on Superfly, and Superfly is not just immediately one shotting all of them. And I thought this is not going to be a good payoff. Yeah. And if D and D has taught me anything, the action economy <laughs> is in an imbalance, and the only way you fix that is with Big bad undefeatable monster guy, and lo and behold, big bad undefeatable monster <laughs> guy appears with in, horse feet. Yeah. yeah, with with horse feet in Act mm-hmm. Three Point Five, which didn't yeah. really make any sense. But we don't have to get into that. I, I think it it makes sense in the fact that like if a mutant can fuse with another mutant by just like here's two animals combined, they just said like, what if we turn that up to eleven? And just say yeah, but all the no, animals fuse now. It's just there. There's no horses in the water. Yeah, but he jumped into the zoo, and that's how they he got the horses. Mm. I thought he just was in the water. No, because he 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 gets in the water. Uh, he 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 gets in the water as he's like the machine falls on him. And he combines with the whale or something, and like starts like crawling onto land. And like, um, this couldn't get any worse because <sighs> it, the movie's made of Marvel quips. Um, and then he, and then it shows him like jumping into the Brooklyn Zoo, and they just go, "Oh, oh okay. it gets worse." And then he just goes like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, Ice Cube, I got horse feet. Okay. Yeah. Horse feet. Th- these are not like horse hooves feet, ladies and gentlemen. Th- these are feet horses. made of multiple horses. That was funny when they threw the one thing and the one horse jumped off and scurried away. It did have a very, like, obvious and dumb, like, weak point. It, it, had, it had a very MacGuffin weak point. Yes. A blowhole. Which was... I did kind of like how that was tied back to Donnie being an Attack on Titan fan because I never watched that, but I know the bare minimum, which is like, I guess the weak spots are on the back of the neck. Yes, yes. Which I, I would really like that if they just delivered that joke differently, where if instead of just saying like, oh, they don't have a, a joke, they don't have a 
uh, weak spot on the back of their neck. Uh, oh, wait, no, this one actually does have a weak spot on the back of the neck because the bullet hole. I, I think it would be very funnier if they did the the show don't tell where, if, like, say, uh, they bring up uh, Attack on Titan and he goes, like, well, it's not like Attack on Titan where they have a weak spot on the back of their neck. And then, like, you see, like, the news reports just, like, say, in the background, like, the big, yeah. like, Times mm. Square billboards and it just zooming in on the blowhole and, like, everybody but Donnie's picking up on that. And he goes, wait, the blowhole. And I think that would have been, like, funnier delivery. I s- yeah. No, I see what you but mean. But this is me as a viewer and not a dude who made the movie. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, redoing things after the fact is a lot easier than yeah. doing it while you have nothing and you're just creating the yeah. movie from nothing. And, and I, I think there's a lot of, they, they do a lot of tell, don't show uh, in it where, like, they, they do show, like, the human hate, but I feel like they... I felt like they did more just like, no, no, the humans hate us more than they just like showed the humans hate yeah. us. Um, I mean, they showed it. The, the, you you the, had they, two they, different they things. Not as much. Yeah. They, they did. I just felt like it could have been, I, I'm always a fan of like, just do less dialogue and just more just show. But yeah. I feel like just because with how actor heavy it was and they were just doing naturally more dialogue yeah. as is, that's why it was more tell. Sure. Because they were telling me, like, you know, more more character story than than it was action story with a lot of this. So I guess that's yeah. just the, the the nature of this movie. Yeah, yeah. I got I got opinions. Gosh. Sometimes intelligent. <laughs> yeah, I got them. Yeah. Bunch of dances over here. <laughs> I don't know what else. Yeah, I'm. I mean, no, I don't, I don't know what else. I I do really think that uh, I like the April stuff. I didn't know if I was. Mm. Um, you like you like the vomit. I, okay, that I, was excessive. It was, it was a lot. very excessive, but I I do think that it, it was a good horrible, bit. But no, I think it was a good bit. Um, I liked the um, just awkwardness of the character, and and especially when she first meets uh, the turtles. Um, mm-hmm. just how that goes of how she's like, no, no one else is going to accept you, but like I will, because I am not accepted by anybody else. So like, I have, I have no other choice. Like you're the only people I know. I, I have a, I have a crackpot theory for, they're obviously going to, theory. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're probably going to do a sequel. I'm already calling this and they will be, oh, like the, yeah, yeah. they will be fighting splinter, not splinter. Dang, I did it too. Shredder. I know. Um, <laughs> And I, I think for that one, uh, they're also going to introduce, uh, what's his name, Casey Jones? Yeah, I assume Casey's going to come back. The, here's the way I'm going to call they're going to introduce him. He's going to be a fellow student at the high school that they're at who is going to be an absolute fangirl over the Turtles to where he creates his own superhero persona with the sports equipment he finds there, accidentally stumbles into uh, Sh- Shredder and, and, and the boys and Splinter uh, and the boys or Shredder? Shredder and the boys. So like the bad guy side okay. completely misunderstands the dynamic here and then like becomes like f- for a while like uh, a uh, sidekick antagonist to Shredder for a portion of the movie. Huh. That, that's going to be, I'm already uh, telling you now, Seth, this there is, the, this is the, <laughs> the plot point you're allowed to use for uh, oh, nice. Casey. Uh, I'm going to allow this. You can. I'll, I'll get my people in contact with your people so you can pay me for these ideas. Uh, oh, first he has I d- to pay you for them. Yeah, first I, I thought you were just going to say you have, they have to use you as a voice actor for Casey. I, I'm not sure I could do a, a, a teenager that well because I don't think... I, I think if you want to do like a Casey, like the way I'm imagining like Casey Jones as a high school student, 
they need to be somebody who definitely does not sound like Batman <laughs> trying to sound like Batman when he puts the hockey mask on. There you go. And I, I can I, I can do too well of a Batman, so that means I, I can't do it. But yeah, uh, my people get in contact with your people, Seth, as soon as I get people. So, <laughs> so we'll put a pin in that. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I... You leave too much dead space for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> I leave I feel just like I the right amount. No. We'll fix it in post. It's all fine. We don't do no post. <laughs> he oh my do goodness. Yeah. There's no post. No post. No post. Nope. We're coming to just you unfiltered publish. like tap water. That's right. Yep. <laughs> no, my tap water is filtered. Oh, actually, I think I did see No, we do, we do Flint, Michigan tap water up in here. It's oh, completely it. unfiltered. Uh, it's, we, we have it in my hometown. We got a, we got a warning on like the, the water. It says, like, pregnant women are not allowed to drink this. <laughs> what the heck? Too much nitrate. Yeah, that definitely means everybody else should drink it if the I pregnant think, women can't. I think, yeah, come to, my, come to my hometown, Seth. We'll have a nice glass of tap water. We'll talk <laughs> about, about uh, Casey. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, negotiate. And, uh, yeah, and how hey. I will now voice act uh, just whatever next new mutant you make, <laughs> ne- the next animal pun you think of uh, that you're just going to put in because that's how they make villains in TMNT is they just say, yeah, this is an animal pun. Yeah. Or it's Genghis Frog or uh, in Rise of the... They're just th- doing shit. They're just making shit up. Yeah, or uh, Hypnopotamus yeah. is, is one Perfect. from... Perfect, I kind of like that. Yeah, from Rise of the, the Ninja Turtles. Uh, or one that is, again, from Rise of the, the, the TMNT, uh, one who's just a gopher, who's just, just a very, like, overly pleasant man. He's not a villain. He's just there. <laughs> and he's voiced by the same guy who uh, did the voice and created uh, Flapjack from, from Cartoon Network. He's, yeah. That's just, oh. how he's, that's just how he sounds. Oh, nice. He's a man named Thurup. That's gross. It, it's it's. It, I'm not saying syrup with a lisp. I'm saying this man's <laughs> name. And it's yeah. it's an interesting name. Huh? He's such weird. a unique voice. Oh, I love weird voices. <laughs> but that's all the opinions I can think of. <laughs> this getting, movie? Yeah. Before getting more tangential, <laughs> I got only tangents Perfect. in my mind. I'm my my head is a calc class at this point. <laughs> it's okay. It is late, so yeah. that yeah. that that makes sense. Okay. No, that can be that can be about it. Um. Yeah, no, that that can definitely be yeah. uh the the end of the episode. Um although we did not mention uh the fact that uh they mentioned the three Chris's in this movie. Yeah. And I think that was a good bit. They did do that. Pine Evans and, and, and Evans. Yeah. Yep. They they were just there. It was like a lot of things in the movie was like they were there and like uh, that that's a joke. <laughs> it hits the beats. Trevor didn't like it, but it was a joke. Somebody, Trevor, Trent, Trent. didn't like it. Trevor <laughs> probably didn't like it either. That's, well, we'll he see. hasn't watched it yet, we'll but he probably won't when it hits. Yeah, it's uh, he'll look at it and go like, "This is uh, on paper a joke." <laughs> An execution. It's three cardboard cutouts of men named Chris. <laughs> It's funny to somebody. <laughs> that, that's the joke they put in the kids' movie for somebody's mom. I'm somebody's mom. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, do our uh, final thoughts and ratings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, out of five stars. Yeah, five. Out of five stars, you can do half stars. 
Um, you can do quarter stars if you want. I we, do we that. Okay, stop any, with the any, absolute any, insanity any right any now. Percentages. All right. We have never done quarter stars. I do quarter stars I'm gonna, all I'm gonna the time. Get, I'm going to get irrational with this. Okay. You, you don't even know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, and, and any other final thoughts you have, you can say with your with your rating. So, um, yeah, what's uh, Trent? What are what's your rating for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem? Uh, because uh, I'd like to be difficult and get irrational with it. I'd rate this pie out of five, uh, where it's it's better than a than three point one four seven three four eight one nine point one four one five nine. Get it right, champ. Come on, you got to memorize it to the the digits. That's how you. I can do math. I can't memorize it. I can memorize it though. I know that. I can look up so many equations, just uh, but uh, that that's what I'll rate it out of out of five. Uh, it is uh, a, a fun movie. Don't go into it being overly critical. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's not <laughs> Shakespeare. Just watch it and enjoy it. It's 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 for teenagers and it, it's 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 fun. Yeah, I say four. Okay. Well, I guess call me a teenager because this is four and a half. I fucking loved Ooh. it. I I thought it hit all of the notes. Um, I don't. I the only thing I disliked about it was the specific lore stuff, but I was willing to overlook it because I thought it was perfect when it came to the teenager aspect of it. Um, I I thought the action was really well done. The um, fact that they went animation style, not. Uh, even though I like the TMNT movie that came out in like 2007 that was like 3D animation that looked like a PS3 game. Uh, even though I like that movie, this was a different style and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't take the low-hanging fruit of doing Shredder on the first movie. They did something mm-hmm. different, uh, which I thought was really good because I didn't know exactly where they were going. Um, and yeah, I thoroughly had a great time uh the emotional beats were there um towards the end even though it was a little campy in the third act with the whole um new york coming to their aid and such uh, that was a little campy but i thought it was campy in a good way so it's very uh, amazing spider-man yes mm. yeah, yeah 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 where they all line up the yeah I no like i amazing i Spider-Man. Yeah, was um one. Yes. No, I think the second movie was the whole there. world agrees the first one's okay to good and the second one is uh, a movie. It it <laughs> had a good scene. <laughs> yeah. And then there were other scenes in the film. <laughs> anyway. Which we don't discuss. Turtles. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I I had a great time throughout. Um maybe it'll go down a half star, but I don't see it going anything below four. As of right now, it's four and a half because I I just absolutely loved my time there. So, um, yeah, we have pie four and four and a half. Everybody loves Sweet. pie. Everybody loves pie. Everybody loves pie. Everybody. Although it's a low rating, so it's a it's a six plus change. It's like a six and a. No, it's definitely not six, a low. It's, six point three. It's not a low rating. Ish. On my rating scale, a three is a good movie. So. That's still it's still above a good movie. So. I, I, I it, it's yeah, just the way I see it is like this. This is not reinventing the wheel. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said earlier in today's episode, we will not be doing an episode next week. So unfortunately, we'll not be doing Voyage of the Don. 
Voyage of the Dementor? No the, the, the Dawn Shredder? No, that's the... That's Narnia. That's Narnia. I think it's Voyage of the Dementor. Who I don't knows? know. Demeter? Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the, the, that's the Dracula movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was what we were going to do. However, we're on vacation. Yes. So we cannot do an episode. Are, what, are you going by boat on vacation? Oh, shit. On the Demeter? No, I'm kidding. We're flying, so we're all good. Okay, okay. Cool. Still, just just bring the cross with you, if possible, <laughs> and just a little bit of garlic. Just, okay. Just, just, I bring just garlic everywhere with me. She does. Yeah. That is her spice. To, to ward off vampires and attract the Italians. <laughs> hey, no Precisely. Italians. Oh, sorry. Um, But yeah, uh, but we are going to come back for um, Blue Beetle. Um, unfortunately, um, it's a, it's a MCU movie. So I'm always, no, that's, that's DCU. Yeah. Yeah. It's DCU and they're kind of reboot. Not really. You've been wrapping this up for a real long time. Yep. That's what I do. Um, Midwestern goodbying his own podcast. (laughs) I do that a lot. So, uh, that's what we're doing, uh, in, uh, a week and a half uh, where Brandon's going to come on, our new co-host. So, uh, yeah, be looking forward to that um, on the 21st. And thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you, Trent, for coming on for the first time. Thank you. I, I, I had a fun time somewhat trash-talking the Turtles and definitely <laughs> trash-talking all of Tristan's favorite movies, evidently. That's real. <laughs> It's fine. It's, it's pretty better. easy to do. So thank you guys so, so much. She's going to beat me up yeah. later. <laughs> And have a good one. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot! What do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. (laughs) Man! You are one pathetic loser. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) No, none taken.